0: Hello, 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 and it's uh, it's an unorthodox nightly pleasures podcast for that. It's not erotic. Uh, there is no story. It's just the guy talking to you. Hello, my name is Jack, and welcome to it. It is another episode. It's the end of the year, and occasionally on the podcast, I do uh, decide to be very heartfelt and emotional because I've run out of stories to tell. Uh, in all sincerity, uh, I had some trouble getting questions last week. I answered some questions again because of that. Uh, I Just with all the stuff that I've mentioned in previous weeks, It's it's been a year. And uh, I realized while answering questions on the blog that uh, I, I've – just because of all the mix-ups and how weird of a journey it's been, I haven't really, really talked about where we are uh just where where we are with me where i am with everything and because the goalposts have moved on a couple of things time timelines have uh, realigned uh it's a little bit confusing so i wanted to take this time uh right at the <laughs> right at the end of the year to just talk about what comes next where we are what's happening and well, to say thank you. So, uh, the first thing is that if you hear my voice like this, as opposed to like this, it's because when I'm when I'm like this, I'm looking at uh, a gift that a fan sent me for Christmas. It's a painting of my cat. Uh, <laughs> And it's a very beautiful painting. I have a picture up on the blog where the two of them are in the same shot. There's a wonderful likeness. They have a fairly similar pose. It's very, very nice. And it's actually what inspired me to to do this as opposed to just doing a, a bit of a bit of a masturbatory ramble. <laughs> uh, so the short... The long and short of it is that this year was pretty miserable. I was a miser for my, most of it and I had so many limitations put on my put in place. Uh, there were financial, physiological and psychological strains just from the beginning of this year through the end of it and it's only loosened up in December. It's only it was 11 months of it. And it's only now, only now, really, really starting to alleviate. And next year's looking brighter because of it. Next year's looking much, much brighter because of it uh, already. So uh, that's that's pretty much where it's been, is just trying to make it through this year. Just trying to get through it is pretty much been my game plan, and survive and heal up. I have more or less done the healing up part. I've got ways to go in recovery, but insofar as getting sick and needing extended sick leave, or feeling about myself or thinking about myself as sickly, we're pretty much over that hill. Not all the way over, there's still some bad days, but uh, by and large, we're there. And then the second thing is I mean that's that's recovery. The next thing that I wanna ramble a little bit about is just psychologically <laughs> where I'm at uh and how that's different and how that might shape work going forward or might shape the project going forward, and just if you interact with me or if you hear me, et cetera, if you're one of the super fans who who like interacts on the blog et cetera um lately. People have been telling me that I sound like I'm in a much better mood, a better place. I've actually had a couple of people uh, in person tell me this, and it's very rewarding. And I am, and I am, and I'm doing all sorts of things this year. These last three months, these last three to six months, that I never thought I'd be doing. <laughs> uh, I'm taking selfies, and I, I. I hate it, but I also don't hate it. And I understand that this is probably – you could get this content from any 12-year-old who has a YouTube channel, uh, any any vlog that they've got going, whatever they call a vlog now. You could get this cutting-edge selfie commentary. I know that. However, it's hard for me because I don't take pictures of myself and there weren't pictures taken of me. When I was growing up and I was, I don't quite know how else to say this, it was, it was relayed to me that maybe uh, if I were more attractive that my family would take more pictures of me so that probably stings quite a bit for a lot of you, but before you, you know, pull out the bandages and what have you, just remember I've been, in cycle. I've been in therapy for a long time. So, uh, I, you're hearing something that's a bit old hat to me. Uh, the long and short of it is that I have tried very, very hard throughout the years to overcome, just like everybody else, my my psychological weaknesses and exploits. And for the first time ever, I feel like I actually have that advantage from within. I don't want to get too into it, but part of taking these selfies and part of therapy was a therapist told me to uh, exchange them to give them out, is to put them out there with people that I trusted to see that it's not so bad. And in fact, people have used this against me and told me that I was ugly and unattractive and awful. And these are, this is again, I'm somebody who's not taken many selfies in his entire life, who did this because a, a psychologist prompted him to do it and then got this reaction. That hurts. It hurts still. Um. But it didn't stop me, and it didn't bow me over. And all of it, no matter what's going on, no matter what kind of pressure seems to be pushing against me, that I don't feel like I deserve from the universe, whatever the source, I don't have the same opinion about it. So this is going to sound awful, but (laughs) it is true and you can judge me for it if you want, I don't blame you. I think I would judge you if you told me this. I don't think I would quite uh, throw you in exile for it, but I would definitely raise an eyebrow. I feel a bit cursed. I do. I feel like things go worse for me than most people, that I have bad luck, and that this is especially manifest The first time I try and do anything. And I understand self fulfilling prophecies. And I understand mindsets and attitudes. Again, please spare me. I've been through a lot more psychology and therapy than you have. But the simple truth of the matter is when I look at my experiences, my first experiences and the things that I do and what I give, I don't think I deserve the negativity that I get back. From bad luck to bad people, I just don't. I make my mistakes, but I try and own up to them and move on. And so for someone to hit me where I'm this weak, to hit me at a time where of transition and difficulty already, it stinks. But what also bellowed up out of this period is this realization of That's pretty much it. There's nothing that nobody else has to hold over me. And once somebody threatens to hold the last thing over you, well, they might as well have used it. Right? Like, it might as well be done. Because the anxiety of it, (laughs) for me at least, is as bad as the actual ramifications. So Psychologically, I'm feeling pretty strong. But then, in addition to that, I'm starting to feel pretty sexy. And I don't want to go into specifics because, frankly, you guys ran the refrigerator thing into the ground so hard that it really, really annoyed me. And I almost wish I had never told you that story. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things where you don't get it from your perspective of, oh, if I just say your cat is cute then that's great. You must really like that. You think your cat is cute. I think your cat is cute. But if literally all you get of a thousand messages in a row of how cute the cat is, I'm going to snack the snack. And you would want to as well. You don't think you would, but then just live the thousand comments in a row and you absolutely will. Uh, like you put up a piece that you make <laughs> and then you get a thousand cat comments, you'll hate them too. And it's the same thing with the refrigerator. I know, I know, I know. But after the 25th hundred refrigerator comment, I'm really sorry that I told you guys that I could throw a refrigerator. I am. I am. So I'm not telling you any specifics or anything like that. However, <laughs> physiologically, in addition to the whole selfie thing with the healing, I feel for the first time in my life like I could actually really be sexy. And Uh, You're not hearing any jokes or any voice modulation or any change in that because it's the first time I've ever felt like I could be. And not that somebody could find me sexy should I display the right traits at the right time, not that a woman could be enamored with me should she get to know me first, should she, she get to know my character or my heart or my intellect these are the things that I've said to myself. These are, this is how I've gotten by. A woman might love me enough to be attracted to me. And before anybody bemoans that too much, uh, I think a lot of men feel that way. I think a lot of men feel that no woman would ever really find them physiologically attractive. And not to go too deep, but I think a lot of men don't know that women think of men the same way that men think of women physically and sexually. Like it's the same mechanics. It really is the same, oh, I think that face is hot. That gets me going for some men as it is some women. Some men and some women are really that simple. And uh, I don't – Simple is the wrong word. Apologies. There's nothing wrong with – in this particular terminology, there's nothing wrong with looking at someone and knowing that you like them and want to fuck them. In this particular use of the word, simplistic is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a lot of men out there and I was one of them who didn't think that – women could ever find him attractive physiologically as a specimen, as another creature on the planet amongst them, that it would have to be an aspect of him. And I made a lot of comfort with that because in a lot of ways it was true. I was sick. My sickness caused me to retain weight and water. After I hurt my back, I gained weight when I was in really great physical condition when I had lost all that weight, I was still psychologically a mess, and women weren't lining up to to uh, be all over me because of that so I've had a weird journey I've had a weird journey so far in my life with coming to terms with it but as I have processed this illness and as the revelations have come in on what it has cost me, on what it's taken away from my youth, on what it, on what I can't get back, frankly, and all the things that are lost. The realization I kept coming back to was well, it's gone though, and all the things that could be aren't. And in that transfers in a lot of ways to. Simply how I look about myself, no, I I will never have that shot that I really want, that I really wanted, I should say, of me as this Adonis. And I worked and I worked and I worked out so hard for it. I could never get my stomach trim enough and I could never get my thighs thin enough and I worked and I starved. And I was in great, great shape at some points in my 20s, just truly, truly magnificent. And just totally unhappy. Just totally miserable and not taking the goal. Here I am, and I'm not in the best shape. I'm in extra large t-shirts and not larges. Uh and uh the other day I actually had a bit of a a bit of a sad moment because I was like oh, I saw a shirt and I was like, oh I love this shirt. And I started putting it on and I realized, oh no, this is a large shirt. This is a pre this is a pre back uh shirt. This is a pre broken back shirt. <sighs> Shouldn't say broken back anymore, because now that my my midsection issues have cleaned up my back issues are beautiful. But anyway I I <sighs> I'm not the Adonis that I was in my twenties. And I still feel so much more attractive right now. And I am very hopeful about that for a couple of reasons. The first is still have months of recovery to go. The hard part of recovery is over, but I still will feel better from here, right? The lion's share of recovery, the the, the vast majority is over, and so the vast majority of benefits are over, mm-hmm. but... There are still some benefits to come, so fingers crossed that I enjoy those as much as I've enjoyed what I have now. So uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is if you go back to this podcast and you listen to the first 10 episodes or so, you will hear a psychologically damaged person who is trying very, very hard but is still hurt and doesn't have a very high opinion of himself. And I still don't think I have clinically, if we were to evaluate it on a spectrum, all that high of a sense of self-esteem. I'm glad that it comes across, that I present so confidently. Uh, But there is a difference between being very confident and also looking at yourself and seeing a good person, right? There's a difference between loving yourself warts and all, but mostly focusing on the warts. And loving yourself, right? These are two different mindsets, even if they get you generally in the same direction, even if you shamble up the same hill as it were. I, there's hope for you. There's hope for you if you're not in the best place right now, or if you don't view yourself as attractive as you wish you would. Or if you're still at the stage where you're saying, why doesn't anybody else find me as attractive as they should? There's more from here, I promise you. If you want there to be, there's more from here, and it does get better and easier in every single way. So I'm in a pretty okay place. Not everything is working out. Not everything is uh exactly as I wish it to be. You might hear some plans and what have you still uh in this recording, no matter how much i've I've worked at it and money I've spent on this fucking window. but that's okay. Not everything has to work out because the other thing that you can hear in this audio besides me being here and uploading and not being in shame, is that I feel like I'm in a better place. It's that I feel like things are going to get better from here. So I beg your patience one last time. I really and truly am working on and and have tasked other people so it's not just me. So it's actually work being done. On organizing the database, getting everything up for Spotify, getting everything up for Amazon, etc., etc., and freeing up all of the work ahead. I can't imagine, for the life of me, for the life of me, fingers crossed, knocked on wood, I've really sat down and looked at things and wondered what in the world could possibly upend Things as much as health or, or psychological the psychological schism of thinking that you know all these years you've invested and, and you know time and money and uh, you know emotional energy into going towards another country on the other side of the planet, that's not going to happen. and uh, you know these all these schisms, all these big difficult fights from without and within, what's going to happen next year? It's just not going to. It's just not going to. There's no financial apocalypse that's coming. There's no possible upsetting of my, of my psyche because pretty much everything, every last thing that was sacred and accountable towards me has been profaned, I say with a laugh. Um, so there's just, this is it. You've reduced a man to nothing. Now I'm Mad Max, and by the way, I'm built like a linebacker. I will continue to shave down pounds, but underneath it, I am built of muscle. When you touch parts of me, you well step back and open your mouth and go, What the fuck just happened? Listen to the sound of my voice. Listen to how deep it gets. I'm not doing a bit. This isn't a filter. I'm actually just talking. This is muscle coming out of my mouth. That's a smile, because it makes me happy that I'm finally strong enough to do that without burping, frankly. That I can eat breakfast and lean in and contract my stomach muscles and finally just sort of talk to you the way that it would come out of my mouth if I weren't contracting my wounds at all. Hopefully that's not too much. Hopefully that's not too obscene of an indulgence. Um, I feel good. I feel powerful. I feel ready. My hands, my arms, my shoulders, everything all cracking. I just need a little bit more time to get everything set up. So... That's pretty much the status of 2017. 2018. Let's do some stage shows. Let me prove it. Let me prove that I am, in fact, large and in charge on stage, and that it's not just a voice or an act and that sort of thing. I don't have any details for that yet. You know how I'm running this operation. It's like a fucking riverboat gambling game, and I I wish... (laughs) Boy, I butchered that one. It is though, it's a backroom poker game. It's floating. It's never at the same location or time twice. I know, I know, but <laughs> not for much longer. Let me, let me be in the darkness just a little bit longer. I'm almost ready to come out, and then I will avert myself in the sunlight, and you shall meet me. I will be Mole Man. Wouldn't that be great if this whole thing was a reveal that I was Mole Man? had sexy had sexy little cape and hat and everything, little claws that I would drape down my nipples. Mole man ah in the darkness other senses are accentuated. Be a mole <sighs> But yeah, stage shows twenty eighteen um Mostly just working on carving the bacon off me right now and all the rest. I want to do more for you Uh, insofar as fun stuff, silly things. uh, I am asking until February, until I get back from my trip, to figure out what the hell I want to do about streaming in my computer. It's just such a headache. Uh, So I am asking that. It's a bummer, I know, but it's only a couple more weeks without it, so let's just do without it for a couple more weeks. I can't game on my own time, so that's also a bummer. I'm also without, but I don't think spending money on it right now is a priority. I've thought about it and thought about it, and I guess my inaction has now unfortunately forced an action, which is no action until we're done with February. Until we're done with January. In February, we'll come up with it and all the rest, but I'm looking forward to it towards it. Uh streaming has been fun. Streaming has been fun, and uh, as I've gotten more and more better this year, I've become less grumpy about it. I can do it longer, I can think more. Uh, I'm definitely gonna put up with games that I dislike less. I don't know why I don't know why I tried to ranch those fucking slimes for so long for you guys. I'll pretty much do anything for your approval. This is a podcast episode. We're approaching a 100 episodes. What am I doing? This should be so official, and there should be a cowboy having sex with a pirate right now. (sighs) Thank you for being with me. It means so much to me. 2018, 2018, 2018. I hope it's good to me, and I hope it's good to you. And I am looking forward to just, I hope, from the bottom of my heart, Producing your favorite piece. Producing your favorite piece. I hope I do it for both of us, me and you, next year. That the energy and the creativity and the resources all come together and that we can do whatever we need to do to make it happen. I feel really, really sexy, and I'm going to close this out with some silly things. I tried to put these in audios, but it just didn't work out yet. Uh, We'll get there. And then here we go. Here are some things that healing has allowed me to do that girls like and request at the live shows and have you. So, first off, is something that we're calling a purr. So, uh, warning for some of you, especially with headphones, this can get a little sexual, I guess. So, here we go. So, there you go. Uh, (laughs) The second is just a little bit of voice modulation that does some vibrations. Again, it can feel a little bit sexual for some people, but here you go. Bend over, sweetheart. Bend over, sweetheart. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to put stuff like that into audios in the future, so wish me luck. And that's pretty much the loose 2018 game plan. Yes, you will get to see me, pictures of me, because if I'm on a stage, I can't hide me. That's the plan, at least. I might just like hit uh in record on this and go eat a million Twinkies dipped in cake frosting, and you will never see me again because I'll simply be rolling around. They'll try and catch me riding dirty, but I'll be rolling, I'll be rolling too fast for you to catch with your camera. But the hope is, the hope is that uh, as therapy progresses, as training progresses, as my comfort progresses, that I will be at live shows next year. Limited engagements, not very big rooms, not very big shows, pretty much just this, uh, except you actually have to pay me to come. But that's the hope, in addition to everything else that we're doing. And that wraps up 2017. What a miserable year. What an awful, 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 awful year. You were the only good thing about it. You were the only good thing about 2017 for me. Every other part of it punished me. It hurt. 2017 hurt so badly on every level. Barely, 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 barely made it. I never thought about ending it all once. I never thought about hitting the off switch. Not once, not really, not for any true consideration. And there were some real moments of derangement and pain. But I never did. Not once, not once at any part. Even though I had so much in the past. Even though it's been a real struggle with me all my life. Because of you. Truly, sometimes you ask me, sometimes you wonder collectively, do I really love you? Do I really mean it? I do, I do, I do, I love you. I mean it. I have never been so proud to be a part of anything in my life, and if you think that this is my project, I suppose you're right, because it is my name on it, but... I've gone where you guided me, and that has been my greatest honor. My greatest honor. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are so very good to me. I'll see you next year, huh?